0: This Talks podcast is brought to you today by author David L. Mitchell's Doomsday. These are very challenging times we are all facing. Globally, everyone has been affected by the pandemic COVID-19. Coupled that with micro-problems of racial strife and tensions throughout the world. Author David L. Mitchell brings us Doomsday to help shield light on ways to deal with these tribulations. Now available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle. Order your copy today of Doomsday by David L. Mitchell. Once again, order your copy of Doomsday by David L. Mitchell. Welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks podcast. I haven't been here in a while. Miss you guys. I missed you guys. So listen, we have an amazing show for you guys today. I'm very, I'm actually very excited to talk to this young man. We met recently on set. So that's really cool. So I'm going to bring him on in a little bit. But in the meantime, make sure you guys are using this time to elevate your mind, elevate yourself, do something positive with your life. There's so many things that you could be doing, you know, be creative. You know what I'm saying? Write that book that you've never written. Do do all the things that you want to do because life is very short. You know what I mean? So, nah, I mean, life is short, you know? <laughs> so anyway, make sure you guys read my book, Fear of If you're not trying by O Robinson, I did become an Amazon bestseller in seven hours. Make sure you check it out. It is endorsed by Les Brown. It was seen on CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, Telemundo, and some other places, you know. So make sure you check that out. And Defiant Ones Teen Magazine next issue is coming out, but on the 20th of April. So make sure you guys check that out as well. Without further ado, this brother. is an actor and an author of Crying Out in the Dark, Mr. Ron Godfrey. How are you?
1: Hey, hey, hey. How you doing?
0: I'm doing really good. It's great to see you again.
1: Good to see you.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. So can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself?
1: Um, Name is Ron Godfrey. I'm an actor, 50 years old, um, published author and entrepreneur. Um, I started my acting career um, back in 2012. And um, here I am still eight years later, still, you know, cracking at it and everything's going well. Um, I just love I'm loving what I do. Loving everything.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. So you have a book out right now (laughs) that I absolutely love the title of it called Crying Out in the Dark. The name itself drew my attention. So can you tell everybody about your book?
1: Yes, my book, Crying Out in the Dark, is actually an autobiography. Um, it's my true story of things that happened in my life to cause depression, which is something that men, especially black men, don't really talk about. Um, I guess I call myself the icebreaker. You know, I brought my story forth, and so far it has gotten um great reviews great reviews and i'm very happy about it and um crying out in the dark i got the title from well within of course because during my struggle it's like i was crying out in an open field completely dark all alone and just crying out hoping somebody would hear me so that's where the title the title came from
0: so we're going to take a pause for the calls. I am your girl, Butter B. Rockland, Transparency Talks Podcast. This is Ashtrays by Sherrod featuring Eva Kennedy. Hey. You miss me. But it's okay. Leave a message. I'll
2: get back
3: with you. Talk to you soon. Peace. Ashtray on the pillow where you used to lay. Filled up with dried up tears, they they say everything that they used to the say. Your name is etched in the walls, they echo every day, hey But they haven't spoken since you went away. I can't seem to sleep the same, searching for a shore to wash away the pain. Please hand me a drink, I don't wanna think, I just wanna sink. Drown in this liquor, that's my pain, Elexa, my favorite drink. I don't wanna fall apart, wondering where the hell you are. Watching pieces of my heart, I'm undone, baby. smells like you i've tried to smoke out your since so many times that i've lost count now i'm down for the count let me pause for a minute i just want to roll up my feelings and exhale the memories away but felt all the pain that i can take please hand me a drink i don't want to think i just want to sink. Drown in this liquor, that's my baby next on my favorite drink. I don't wanna fall apart. Wondering where the hell you are watching pieces of my heart, my done. Baby, I'm done. Hey, Mother, you miss me. Wait, I'm done. Girl, I'm done. Hand me a drink, I don't wanna think, I just wanna sink Drowning in this liquor, that's my pain, and my favorite drink I don't wanna fall apart, wondering where the hell you are Watching pieces of my heart, i undone Baby, I'm done
0: Like I said, the title grabbed me alone. Most men, especially African American men, do not talk about depression. You know, you're men are told to be strong. You know what right. I mean? They're told to right. be strong, they're told to be tough, and you're supposed to endure you you endure a lot, Lord yeah. guy. You know, you have to you have the weight of the world on your shoulders, on top of the fact that, you know, There is a lot of stereotyping, you know, when it comes to guys and everything. So the man has to be the strong warrior that never cries and never shows any type of pain or anything. So coming forth with your book and talking about it, I think personally is something that's very strong. Can you tell us some What are some traits or some things that people should look for when it comes to depression? Because again, most men, they drink or they, you know, sleep a lot or they're irritated. And you would think that's a normal thing, but sometimes if I'm not mistaken, that's a form of depression.
1: It is. Um, What happened with me, um, I held a lot of things in and I shut down. I. people would ask me, what's wrong, what's wrong? I would just say nothing because I was afraid to expose what was actually going on because I had the fear of being um, categorized or rejected or anything like that. So if you notice that um, your, your husband or your brother, your, your son or whoever is withdrawn, that's a sign he, something's going on. Okay. Um, and one thing i learned even with myself that when you're dealing with a person that's depressed you don't want to pressure them into talking let them know that you're there and you're available and if they feel like talking that you're there to listen because nine times out of ten that's all they want you to do is listen it's it's
0: it's kind of a catch-22 because you want to be there for the person you want to tell you know you want to say hey i'm here what's wrong what's wrong but like you just said most men or most people become withdrawn so it's kind of how do you let them know you're here without getting on the nerves and irritating them even more and causing them to you know explode even more you know or go into a deeper depression
1: well you just i mean you just again you just let them know um and you let them know if they feel like talking, whenever they feel like talking. You wanna make them feel safe. Right. Because they're, they're very vulnerable. They're very guarded, you know. Um, so the last thing you want to do is um, make them feel uncomfortable
4: mm-hmm.
1: or pressured in any kind of way, yeah. you know, because that just that just makes them cave in even more and you won't get anything out of it.
0: Yeah. So can you tell us what actually happened to you? Because many people don't know this about my own self. I went through a form of depression as I was going through my divorce. Then I got into another relationship. He was cheating on me. It was just so many things that was going on. And as I can speak for myself as a, as an artist that tours the world and everybody sees you in this light, you know, you don't really want to talk about it because you, don't want to be vulnerable. You want everybody to see you as strong. And that's just, you know, you're not supposed to be in pain and you're not supposed to hurt and all that type of stuff. So I went through a form of depression my own self and know exactly, you know, what my pivoting moment was when I realized that I was in a depression. I literally was at a show and saw something online with the gentleman, you know, with the other woman, and it just wow. took me to a whole nother level. And I just remembered. I need to get off stage and I just need some air. And as I was walking, it was so crazy because I've never experienced this before, but as I was walking, the music kind of sounded muffled and all of a sudden, I didn't hear anything. Next thing I know, I'm on the ground and I open my eyes and I can see someone's lips moving, but I couldn't hear anything for a minute, I guess until I finally came through again. And then she helped me get up and took me outside and everything, and I ended up, my mom, because she's about to become a doctor, and it was a nurse at the time, of course, she said, well, you got to go to the hospital, and make sure that you didn't hit your head, you know, all that type of stuff. Right. They ended up putting me on anxiety pills and a depression pill. I, only went on, I was only on only it for two weeks because I didn't like the way it made me feel. And I was, and then they tried to get me to talk to a therapist, but I didn't like that either because it made me feel like something was wrong with me. So, what was your pivoting moment that made you realize, you, yeah, something's going on? What happened?
1: Ooh, well, I, I had a lot of things to happen, um, and I don't want to put out too much because I want people to read the book. Understand? Um, and because everything that happened to me is in the book. But I will point out a few a few things. Um, one thing that I dealt with a lot of is rejection. Um, you'd be surprised. I mean, I got rejected because of my glasses. Mm. You know, um, I got rejected because I was maybe two years younger than the young lady I may have been interested in, and different things like that. Um, at a young age, um, I was. I dealt with babysitters that um did some inappropriate things to me as a child Uh, when they were trusted to care for me um, they took that opportunity to do other things Um, at the age of five or six i was learning how to or should i say i was learning things about sex wow through babysitters you know Um, things were attempted on me, you know, didn't happen, but it's, it's so, it's so much that happened. And I held all this in for a good 40 years until I decided to write the book. Mm -hmm. Um, and in writing it, it was very therapeutic.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, there were times when As I'm writing, I had to stop because I was just flooded in tears because all of that came back, you know. Um, So it was just it's a number of things that happened to me to cause my depression, to cause my anxiety. But I never went to a counselor. Never went to a counselor. I never, never took medicine. Wow. Never took medicine. Um, I fought through it. Yeah. I fought through it and I have to credit God <laughs> because God was with me. He was with me through the whole thing, you know.
0: Taking another pause for the call. It's your girl, Butter Rocker, Transparency Talks Podcast, baby. What up, everybody? I want to thank you guys so much for showing me so much love from all around the world. We are worldwide the Transparency Talks Podcast. This is one of my singles entitled, Straight In My Heart. Hope you're feeling it. Nah, I mean. See you
5: got me thinking about the very first time that we met ever since I've been daydreaming. Boy, I'm hooked on you, don't want to break free. You shine me, you shine me straight in my heart You got me, you shine me, you got me You shine me, you got me, you shine me me straight in my heart
1: it was rough it was very rough because I could be in a crowded area and just be bawling Mm -hmm. on the inside and you wouldn't even know
0: yeah Yeah.
1: because when you a depressed person has a way of camouflaging you know how they're feeling but you get to yourself you just I mean (sighs) you just (laughs) you just release you know and I just remember getting to that point where you know I'm tired Mm -hmm. I'm tired, you know, I had, I had some failed marriages, you know, that caused a lot of depression and things that happened within the marriages, you know, it just, I just had it, I just had, I had had it, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and I remember on one occasion where I, I was in a position where I just, I just screamed, I screamed to the top of my lungs, you know, and that made me feel a little better, but once I started actually writing the book, that's where really my true healing started coming in, because I was releasing it. Yeah. And I was releasing it in a safe place. It was on paper, because the paper is not going to judge you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can say, even when I wrote my book, I was terrified to even write the book, one, because I felt like I was being vulnerable and really putting myself out there, being very transparent. Mm -hmm. And I was scared of the rejection of telling my truth. I was scared of what people would say about me or think about me. And I was terrified to even let my kids read it because I really taught, I mean, I really was transparent, you know, with everything and I can absolutely relate to what you're saying but it was scary but it was so therapeutic you know writing it and really telling it and releasing it it was like I let it go you know, once I, know what, I,
1: I, I wasn't scared though really I, I, I wasn't scared because I had gotten to the point where I was I had lived my life in fear mm-hmm. so I was to the point where I don't care yeah I don't care what you think I don't care what she think whatever yeah. because I know pe- there's, there's been people to write books to write much more <laughs> than I wrote you know what I mean I mean they put themselves way way up but you know and I was I've been asked the question you know what made you do it and, and you know why'd you put yourself out there why not yeah you know my book will help somebody and it I, has Yeah. it has I mean you'd be surprised how many people contact me and say listen I was yeah. reading about me as i was reading about you
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: there you go there's the whole point you know so yeah i wasn't scared at all
0: well that's good that's definitely good. <laughs> i i i do think that your book will help other people that are i'm not gonna say necessarily in denial because sometimes they the people don't recognize that they are depressed right. um And then there are situations where they recognize it but they don't want help and they don't want to tell anybody. But I do think that when people read your book, it will inspire them to say, you know, I'm not the only one going through this. And if this brother can get through it, then I can too. So I always like stories like this that Really, speak your truth because so many people, especially on Facebook and on you know the social media, you want to show all the glamorous stuff. They don't see the real, raw stuff that really goes on. And yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I've done this. I've done this. You've you've acted and you you worked with a lot of people, and that is wonderful. And we're definitely going to talk about that. But yeah. I, you know, transparency is about being very transparent because it is not always rosy. And you know, like I said, for a guy. Most men do not talk about depression, and so I commend you for telling your truth and helping others, you know, get through this. Thank
1: you. Thank you
0: so much. No problem. There it is, right
1: there. That's the book right there. That's the book. Yeah,
0: definitely, Crying Out in the Dark. And where is it available?
1: Um, It is available on my website. That's www.rongodfrey.com, and it's also available on Amazon. Now, if you want an autographed copy, Go to my website and just order an autographed copy. If not, just go to Amazon, order your book, and there you go.
0: Okay, all right. <laughs> so you began acting eight years ago, which made you forty-two. That's kind of, you know, most actors start out younger. Yeah. You know, they usually start off in the as teenager, as kid, mom, dad <laughs> put throwing me out there and everything. What made you get into acting? What made you say, you know what?
1: I'm changing it up. I I love that question because I love telling I love telling my story. Well, first of all, you have some of the greatest actors out there that started in their in their late in their late 30s, early 40s. Samuel L. Jackson, the the, the name one, he was in his 40s. Yeah. And look at him now. Yeah. One of the greatest actors out there. But I was I was living in Alabama at the time, and I woke up one morning and I said, I'm going to become an actor. And literally four months later, I was on stage performing my very first stage play. Wow. Then four months after that, I I filmed my first short film. Then four months after that, I did my first feature film with, um, I'll tell you who I was with. I was with uh, David Banner. OK. I was with Karan Joseph Riley, Ron Rico Lee, Tony Grant. And then three months after that, I was on Tyler Perry's set Love Thy Neighbor.
0: Wow. Wow. And
1: it it, it just went from there.
0: So you you came with an explosion. You was not playing. You like, okay, let's do this. I'm ready. I am here. Let's go. I ain't mad at that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> that, I mean, I, I just I said I'm going to do it, and and here I am today, still saying I'm going to do it. You know, um, I've been blessed to be on um, BET's American Soul. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm, I have two movies now that's on Prime Video. I have one on YouTube, and I have several that's scheduled to release this year, and that's- I'm I'm scheduled to actually film this year too as well. So yeah
0: not playing taking another pause for the cause it's your girl butter rocker this is one of the songs that i wrote for belgium artist sandrine entitled we just dance It, i'm feeling it maybe it's because i wrote it though <laughs> you're not playing you take no, you, you kicking tell and taking names
1: Seriously. yeah there you go there you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm enjoying it i enjoying. yeah it.
0: definitely i okay. i just started the acting side of butter i just
1: started okay.
0: that you know i just i've been i've had a a muzzle not a muzzle I've had blinders on, and it was only music, music, music for so many years. And now that i put myself out there for acting, you know, things doors have just been opening. As a matter of fact, me and you met on set. That's right. And then from that set, you are on a project that you pulled me on. Do you want to talk a little bit about that or tell the people the name of it or anything?
1: Yes, yes. Um, The project is called Untold. Back and forth, the Aaliyah story, um, which is set to start filming soon, Um, is telling the story from people who actually um, worked with her. Um, She's still one of the most loved artists now. Even you know, you know, um, in the situation that we're in, you know, we miss her. I mean, she. I don't even know what to say because she was awesome. Aaliyah was awesome, and God rest her soul. But um, that's one that's coming up. And then um, I have another movie that I'm gonna be filming called Devastation. Um, that, that's directed by Tone Brown. Um, I have another movie that I'll be filming in a couple of weeks. Um, director and writer Greg Galloway, I'll be working with him. Um, yes. I, I'm, 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 doors of opportunity have opened and still opening for me, and I'm humbled by them. I never, ever get beside myself. Yeah. Because the same way it came is the same way it could not come. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and, and when I'm on set, I'm a sponge, and I tell people that come to me and say, hey, can you give me a roll out like, that? Hey, First thing you got to do when you're on a set, keep your mouth shut,
0: mm-hmm.
1: keep your ears and your eyes open, be a sponge, and, and that's how I got to where I am now.
0: Okay, so we're gonna take it back. I'm gonna do my little rewind. Okay, so you started at age 42 on stage as a as um, playing on a play, correct?
6: Mm-hmm. Correct. And
0: then. Within seven months, if I did my calculations right, I'm probably a little off. No, you said four months. That's four. Yeah, like seven months or a little bit longer than that, you was on a feature film and then got on Tyler Perry's pro- project. Correct? Correct. Because that's a big jump. You know, everybody wants to get to the Tyler Perry studio, including moi. So how do you go from, I'm brand new. Do you have a agent? How do you get started?
1: At that time, I had nobody. Wow. Um, I didn't even know where to even begin looking. Okay. You know, I just started typing. <laughs> and then, you know, it, I, I landed on a website that helped me find the audition that I went to. Um, and I'll never forget, I drove two hours and 10 minutes to that audition, for a 10 minute audition. And the director had the nerve to tell me, we'll call you back. I, you <laughs> call me back, <laughs> you know. And just as I was getting ready to leave the building, she called me back to the table and said we're going to give you the part.
0: Wow. But
1: yeah. So, um, it's it's been an exciting ride. It's been yeah, exciting
0: that's ride. that determination right there. Oh to yeah. Drive two hours or two oh, and yeah. a half hours or any of that type of stuff. And you're right. What I'm learning on set is be a sponge. You know.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. A sponge. And I, I work for with some great directors. Um, uh brandon bias um, uh, tracy Whitlock, tony brown um, tony charles i've worked for with, i mean I've, I've even worked had the, the uh, uh the pleasure of working with um robert townsend wow robert townsend, he directed my scene on on uh, american soul and so uh yeah it was i mean i've i've had great opportunities to come my way and there's more coming
0: wow okay so what has been your experience on set and on stage alongside outside so many talented individuals?
1: Um, I've had great experiences. I, I, there's always a sense of nervousness, mm-hmm. but it's like, once I, once I get out there, it's like, I just like, especially on stage because the lights are so bright, you can't really see the audience. And I'm glad about that. But I never forget. I, I couldn't see anybody, but I could hear them. And when I heard them, I was like, "Oh, you know." But then I had to, you know, quick. I had to quickly, you know, erase that, you know, because I had to stay focused and everything. But I've had some great experiences. I mean, you know, the outtakes are funny, and and but you know, it's every every experience is a learning experience.
3: Absolutely.
0: And I- there's
1: no there's no such thing as a small role. Every role is a big role.
0: I agree a hundred percent. Definitely. So what would you say has been one of your most favorite projects so far?
1: Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Oh, man. Oh, one of my favorite. I've had a few favorites to be honest with you. Um, One, I would have to say where I played a detective in a project that has not yet been released um, and is soon to release. Um, with director, writer, Brandon Bias.
4: Okay. Um,
1: I play a detective and that was my first <laughs> my first project where I get knocked out with a, with the butt of a gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, I, it was my scenes were intense you know and when I actually saw it I was like, wow, that's me you know and um, I had to say that was one of my favorites and then um, I played I um, played another project called kitchen talk which is on prime video and that's directed by tony brown uh, my my role was commander i was a, a ex-military you know and you have to watch the movie to get the rest of the story you go like oh okay you know but um yeah I, I, I love that one as well and like i said I, i've had a lot of a lot of good experiences and then of, of course american soul um if you watch the third episode of the first season, I'm the piano player. I had hair then, you know, uh, and I actually play piano. So, yeah, that was that was, that was was a great experience. And then I, I get a kick when people call me and say, hey, I just saw you. I said, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people don't know that you not only are a piano player, but you're also a singer as well.
1: Yes, and I want to sing with you, Butter. I got
0: to sing with you. We're going to have to make that happen.
1: <laughs> yes, I do sing, yes. Uh, some of the um, stage plays that I've done in the past required me to have to sing, and so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, thank God I can, you know, I can do a little something. So, yeah, it's been working yeah. for me.
0: Taking another pause for the call. It's your girl, Butter B. Rock the Transparency Talks Podcast. We taking it all the way down to the A. of dirty, dirty. This is King Malachi with Power.
6: I feel like 50 nil, I got the power I shall be rolling in a ghost mode power Real niggas just make a toast to the power All my hitters make a toast to the power I feel like 50 nil, I got the power I should be rolling in a ghost mode power Real nil, make a toast to the power All my hitters make a toast to the power When I write shit like this, I ain't trying to get a check I just came here to spit, inflate my respect on the truth, no beauty like Biggie, right now I'm that large. I'm still here, strong in this music front. After long, born to be done. Fuck George, I'm the real king. Kong rampage in each track. Why I spaz like that? With design on my feet, why I'm fly like that? Malachi wear on my on my, like a baby diaper. I'm, I'm the cipher. Y'all just rapping it, I'm the hardest from beginning to end. And I'm talking about the beginning of. Vocals. Y'all chest sanitation, papa. I turn like doorknobs, heart drop Yes, these women say that I'm the best. Country, God in the flesh. I used to live in New York, piss projects, I'm all in Atlanta like the martyr. I have been riding real dirty on the martyr. Authentic artist, y'all better guard 'em. I'm about to be largest fool like the garden I feel like 50 I got. Till I laid out your mama house. I'm from Carolina, cornbread at my mama house. I can shoot down a deer, drag that bitch to my mama house. When I spit, it's like a llama out. My pen don't miss. I'm on that green arrow shoot. I'm on everybody out. when I'm closing in fast. I'm a brand new Rory with my jealous on the gas. I'm feeling like knives on some flash. Kiss when I spit this fast. And like I said, trip, pun with a lot of this. Sh-. He probably be like, N- from the south that nice on my dirt road flow, flow immaculate like the president Air Force One on some other shit, it's me Malachi OG Mali. I'm feeling like the new Wally, I feel like 50 new. I got power, I should be rolling in a ghost smoke power, real niggas make a toast to the power, all my hitters make a toast to the power, I feel like 50 new. Been rolling in the ghost smoke power. Real niggas make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. Yeah.
0: There are several ways you can tune in to Transparency Talk Podcasts, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbeerocka.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbeerocka. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. A lot of people don't know, I know how to play the piano, but I cannot play and sing. It does not work. That's my to me. biggest struggle
1: too. You're not by yourself. You're not by yourself. Yeah. That's my biggest. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I can get it. I can get it done by itself. But if mm-hmm. I have to sing and play, I get so engulfed in the song that it just—I don't know—my hands just get crippled or something. I don't know. It's—I start sounding crazy.
1: So. Right, right. Same here. <laughs> Same here. So yeah, I got you.
0: So when you are not on set, being this awesome actor, you also. I don't know if you still do, but you used to, maybe? I don't know if it's used to or are you still doing uh, a driver for celebrities? Ah,
1: I don't do that anymore. Okay. I, I'm still licensed to.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but I used to drive tour buses for celebrities. Okay. Um, I was on the escape tour a few years ago, and I was actually Tamar Braxton's driver of her tour bus. Nice. Um, and that was a great, great experience. Um, I also was on tour with Kiss, legendary group Kiss.
4: Yeah. Um,
1: I was with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, I was with a group named uh, Starset and a group named Arizona. So yeah, I, I've been I've been all over the country, with the exception of two states. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I, it's it's it can take a toll on you after yeah. a while but I, I loved it i enjoyed it
0: though yeah i i miss going on the road badly i'm so ready <laughs> to be out. i got a call recently asking are you ready to come back out and i'm like i am and then they're like well did you get the vaccination and i'm like mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, I got to get mine too so don't you know don't, don't worry you're not by yourself
0: i'm a little nervous on it i, I think i want to wait like you know, a year or two, make sure people ain't growing extra fingers, and so on, I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna have to pray on it, do some hallelujahs, and, and, and figure oh, out wow. what I want to do, but mm, my mom just got it in my system, and I'm like, I, I don't know. And they're, and
1: they're still here, they're fine, right?
0: Yeah, they, I mean, you're fine right now. You, right. You, you've seen those commercials that, <laughs> this is horrible, but you see those commercials where they'll say, has, has your loved one been affected by such and such? Have they died? Have they done this? Have they done that? Uh-huh. And you're like, okay, well, they're dead now. I can't, we can't sue, right you know? And they'll right. tell you all the number to sue <laughs> I, I just need I, need, I need some reassurances first. Right, you know, right. And there's different kinds of vaccines out there. So I don't know. I'm- well,
1: my, my mother had both shots. Um, she's 82 and she's doing fine.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna pray that she keeps doing good and everybody that got the shots does. This is how I look at it. If everybody else gets vaccinated, then I don't have to because y'all good. I'm good. <laughs> we good. You gotta That's...
1: go back on the road, so you gotta get vaccinated. Yeah, I'm really,
0: I, honestly, I'm really gonna have to pray on that. <laughs> <laughs> my insides is like, mm I understand. Yeah. I understand. We keeping it in the dirty south. This is my friend, Dave Tolliver from Men At Large with something yeah. like The Greatest.
7: Black Bobby. Three thousand swag on them. Yeah, man. Six hours, what's up, bro? Yeah. Uh huh. Lumberjack in the building. It's a Midwest a dirty South collab, bow. Let's rock out.
4: Here we go. Uh, listen. Yeah, I'm still killing it. And everybody's still feeling it. Still gunning like a 21. And otherwise, dog, I get it done. Don't mess around with the business When I'm done, you'll be asking for forgiveness In other words, I'm the realest and ain't no way you can kill this And everybody wanna know Where I've been I've been right here I ain't going nowhere A man know hey. you like it, but I bet he won't hey. say it Yeah I'm something like the greatest Ooh, yeah hey. I'm number one on hey. the playlist A man know hey. you like it, but I bet he won't hey. say it hey. Don't need no gimmicks, hey. and no auto tune hey. Ask your mom and listen close to what hey. she's telling you hey. Might even be my illegitimate hey. Cause back in the day, me and my squad was killing it hey. Years later, still relevant. The game will change, but they still smelling it. Inhaling it, for the hell of it. I got the key to the lock, but I ain't selling And everybody wanna know where I've been. I've been right here. A man know he like it, but I bet he won't say it. I'm something like the greatest. Yeah, I'm number one on the playlist. A man know he like it, but I bet he won't say it.
7: Not Ricky, but Black Pirate. Mike Villa, been known to catch a body. Skills. Ben did it, Asked about me Vendetta Against all those Who doubt me Had bread Slice it up Gave it out Still winning Good living Me lose something my doubt Head hunter At your chest Stroke and juggler amazed how this OG move Got you comparing notes See y'all be in the lab Using tech for perfection And still need to try it again Till y'all perfect it The only thing y'all know How to talk Is cushion tipping You can see it all In my walk The gift for ripping Swag should be Outline the out you're done, you're finished And now you say it turned out for what, you're done, you're finished I only work for Legends, Hall of Fame is my bucket list I just have to let you oh, know you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm something like the greatest Ooh, I'm something like the
4: greatest Yeah, straight, I'm number one hey. on the playlist of Man
0: We also have an active wear line called Grind and Conquer.
1: Woo, yes.
0: Can you tell the story behind
1: that? Um, about three years ago, I was working out in the gym and I was in between sets and I said, man, I gotta get my grind on. And I laid down to do to bench press and I said, I'm gonna conquer this. I said, wait a minute, grind and conquer? Yeah, and conquered. And the idea actually came up in the gym, so now it it's it's a reality now. Um, so I now have uh, t-shirts and hoodies, and I'm getting ready to branch off to a kids line, and I'm getting ready to expand the ladies. I'm gonna have leggings, tank tops. I'm going to expand the men. They're gonna have the muscle shirts, all that kind of stuff. I'm getting ready to expand big time. Um, so yeah and if you look on facebook or instagram you'll see people sporting their grind and conquer shirts and um yeah it's 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 running wild it's, okay. it's running wild
0: i love it so yeah. how can people order that
1: on my website ron and just click on grind and conquer and you'll see the order for them and you just go shopping
0: okay <laughs> what is your ultimate dream because it sounds like you're doing and doing everything you want to do and living your best life. What's your ultimate, this is what I want?
1: The main thing I want to do is to leave a great legacy for my children. That's why I am grinding as hard as I do. Um, I want to make sure that when the good Lord decides to call me, that they're in a position to where they want for nothing. You know um that's my ultimate goal right there um and, and besides that i would like to be on the same movie set with mr samuel jackson yeah. mr denzel washington and there's one more person i can't think for oh um sandra bullock yeah. She's a great actress. I mean, she's um, she's among great actresses. But I I've, I have always enjoyed watch watching her her uh, perform. Mm-hmm. But those three people, I would love to do a movie with. I don't care if I had one scene.
4: Yeah,
1: on my resume to say, hey, I was in this movie. Here here were the stars.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. And I, I do plan to get my, my Emmy, my my BET award, my whatever award, my People's Choice Award. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in line for those. Yeah, yeah
4: you're going for
1: it. Yeah, I'm I in know. line for those.
0: <laughs> so who or what is your biggest inspiration?
1: Um the person that inspired me as far as my acting was actually Cicely Tyson. Okay. And she inspired me through a quote that I saw on the front cover of a magazine. And her quote was, you're never too old. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, good. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. You know, so she really just that quote alone coming from her really inspired me. And I was also inspired by a quote that I heard Denzel Washington say. He said, without commitment, you'll never start. But without consistency, you'll never finish. Mm-hmm. And that that sticks with me every day. Yeah. So that's why I grind like I do. You know, and so I mean I see different actors and you know even even, you know, I'll say on my level, because I'm not yet an A-lister, but I'm I'm headed to that list. Yeah, I am. I'm just putting it out there. I'm headed to the a list Yeah, you know um i'm inspired by watching other people mm-hmm. you know i'm inspired by watching other people and i'm never in competition with anybody i'm in competition with myself yeah you know that's that's what i'm in competition with i'm trying to outdo me
0: yeah
1: at the yeah. end of the day yeah, yeah. So.
0: what piece of advice would you give someone who's just now starting out they don't know where to start they don't know what to do what advice do you give someone
1: um I would say seek out auditions. Um, there are different websites um, out there that will um, direct you to, you know, auditions. Of course, you want to get some pictures taken, you want headshots, you know, full body shots. You know, that's step one because the casting directors, you know, are going to want to see what you look like. You know, um, you may get antsy, but don't get antsy. Take your time and be ready for the nose. Because yeah. The no's are coming. <laughs> the no's are coming. You might you might get 50 no's before you get that one yes. Yeah. You know, but just just be patient, be vigilant, um, and and just stay on your grind. Just grind and conquer. And 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 you know, again, be patient. And when you're on a set, be a sponge. Be a sponge. Ask questions. Don't go in like you know everything. And you don't know anything ask questions you know it, it doesn't hurt yeah those are some
0: great be. words of advice yeah where can people find your book your active wear and if they want to book you
1: okay um my book and my active wear are all on my website again that's rongodfrey.com um you can follow me on instagram at i am that's i a m Ron Godfrey <laughs> that's on Instagram you can follow me on Facebook at Ron Godfrey um, also um, I have a page on Facebook where you can actually book me uh, that's I am Ron Godfrey that's that's the words are broken up as opposed to Instagram um, yeah just just hit me up and uh, if you need me to come and speak uh, on the, the subject of depression or anything just contact me and I'll be more than happy to set it up and, and we'll go from there
0: Absolutely. Well, I would like to thank you so much for being a part of Transparency Talks podcast. Thank you you for having me. Not a problem. Not a problem. So you stay here. But with that being said, everybody over in Facebook land and YouTube and every place else, we're going to talk to you guys later. Bye. Take care. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to Transparency Talks Podcast. Make sure that you guys are following me on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at Rocker, that's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A, also at Transparency Talks Podcast. You can listen to me 24-7 on Pandora, iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, at Transparency Talks Podcast. With that being said, I'm going to leave you with my friend, Chavis Flags. This is Broken Dreams.
8: I'm slowly turning back to the person I used to be. I'm trying to stay on track But I'm defeated by broken dreams, yeah My mama always told me I can be who I want to be So nobody can hold me Nobody can hold me hold me back now well it gets harder every day and the world wants me to change and be conformed to broken dreams but nobody told me that the road harder every day oh yes it does. and the world wants me to change and be conformed to reality but nobody told me that the road would be easy and i know yes i know
0: thanks again to our sponsor Author David L. Mitchell, order your copy of Doomsday today on Amazon.